and welcome back to another episode of Reckless Manners Podcast. Um, so today we're going to be talking about climate change. And, you know, there have been many topics that I've wanted to talk about. But I think the most prevalent one right now, or not the most prevalent, one of the more prevalent topics is climate change because um, there are so many natural disasters happening, especially in the U.S. Um, The whole West Coast is burning. Um, The air quality has become um, some of the worst air quality in the world. And there have been um, many tropical storms to hit the Gulf Coast this um, hurricane season. And it's been really not a great hurricane season. And that's only going to continue Um, And the wildfires are only going to grow if climate change isn't mitigated. So, I think... Well, okay. So, to get to the topic, what we're actually going to be doing is... I wrote a research paper about climate change uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, So, in 2019, in the spring of 2019, I wrote a research paper... And I'm going to read that for you. But I do want to say that this research paper is a year and a half old. So some of the information um, may be dated or the language that I use might sound dated. Because if I were to write this research paper now, um, the way that I write it would be a little bit more aggressive um, in explaining what's happening meaning I might write it in a more aggressive tone to display how much time we actually don't have. So um, to jump right into it, I think that I'll read the abstract and then (laughs) I'll read the actual paper. Uh, This isn't by no means me being like, look at how good my research paper is. This is me being like, I did a bunch of research on climate change and the different ways it's being mitigated on how it's affecting um, different aspects of everyday life. And I really want to share that with everyone. And I think it's really important to share research on climate change. So to jump right into it, my abstract is climate change is threatening not only the environment, but everyday life. Due to human impact, changes in the weather have become more severe as time progresses. Coverage of climate change in the media, along with the education provided to students, has the ability to shape people's views and beliefs about the topic. Although environmentalism is mainly a social concern, it can be heavily influenced by the political stability of a country. Politicians have a direct hand in the mitigation of climate change due to the policies they pass or reject. The public can have their say on climate change by choosing to support the people they believe will manage mitigation the best. Okay, so my research paper is called Climate Change Mitigation. And also another thing, um, the grammar may not be correct, but I'm still going to read it. So if you have problems with the grammar of the paper and what I, in like, maybe I'm not using the best, um, conjunction word or something, 
I don't want to hear it. That's not what this paper is about. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about raising awareness to what's happening with climate change and trying to mitigate it. So, okay. Although much research has been done on the topic of climate change, there is still much to be done on mitigating the effects. Climate change is threatening not only the environment, but everyday life. Rising sea levels, severe weather, and an increased human population have all caused effects that will soon become irreversible if no action is taken. Politicians have already made strides to restrict the impact, but will it be enough to halt the changes? Climate change has caused a variety of environmental and social changes that threaten our continued existence on this planet. Human impact has a large-scale effect on the environment. Stated by Reese, an astrophysicist, in his essay called Climate, Ethics, and Long-Term Survival, quote, humans are now so numerous and so empowered by technology that our collective impact on our planet could cause irreversible degradation if current trends aren't reversed, end quote. Due to an exponentially increasing population, the effect of the human race grow, the human, uh, due to an exponentially increasing population, the effects of the human race grow and expand at a rate that is leading to the decimation of the environment. The goal of society is not to help the environment, but to advance and build a community that will make life enjoyable. Humans have let the consequences of industrialization fall to the wayside and allowed for the impact to go unrestricted. Industries and big-name companies are pumping CO2 and nitrous gases into the atmosphere, which has teared holes into the ozone layer and led to an increase in the severity of the greenhouse effect. The greenhouse effect is when the warmth from the sun gets trapped in the lower layers of the atmosphere and causes an increase in global temperature. Goldstein Chris, 2019. This has caused shifts in weather that have become increasingly severe as years progress. Over the last few decades, there have been an increase in severe weather, as seen with Hurricane Sandy and the wildfires across California in 2018. According to Goldstein and Quist in their book, A Bright Future, How Some Countries Have Solved Climate Change and the Rest Can Follow, quote, rising sea levels, more frequent large hurricanes, more floods and droughts, and wildfires, record heat waves, unquote, will continue to plague the future if the global temperature continues to rise. A rise in global temperatures means a rise in sea levels and the disappearance of the ice caps and glaciers. Current policies give a 5% possibility to keeping global temperatures under 2 degrees Celsius, which is the United Nations target temperature to avoid avoid and reduce the the chances of catastrophes. Goldstein and Quist, 2019. If temperatures rise higher than 2 degrees, Migrant shifts could take place due to severe flooding and loss of coastal land, along with an increased regularity of severe weather storms. Migrant and population shifts causes economic and social instability that will lead to more time taken away from the issue of climate change, which would, which would in turn, worsen the whole problem. The public's reaction to climate change could determine how it affects the future. The media can shift people's views of the world around them, causing them to implement biased habits and routines that can unintentionally harm the environment, such as using plastic bags and containers or supporting companies that are contributing to the growing greenhouse rates. Lepidatu, a PhD candidate, explains how, quote, the importance of the media assigns to coverage of climate change interprets into the importance 
the public accords to the issue, end quote. Placing an importance on specific topics resonates with the consumer, meaning that the media is a form of education for the public. The news and advertisements are popular ways people learn about climate change. Coverage of policies that paint mitigation in a negative light causes the viewer to have a negative connotation of climate change, but the same can be said if the coverage is positive. Daily habits such as recycling or using reusable beverage containers can be have been on the rise since coverage of climate change has become more mainstream. Goldstein and Quist, 2019. The media advertises ways in which the public can do their part in helping the environment, and therefore reusable products and eco-friendly products became popular. Trends follow what is being talked about online, so it only makes sense for environmentally conscious products, um, for environmentally for environmentally conscious products to become produced. With the threats of climate change becoming more prevalent, precautions are being put into place to mitigate the effects. Politicians are making strides to restrict the effects of climate change by implementing restrictive policies. One large stride in a positive direction is the Green New Deal, a reform spearheaded by Democratic Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez from New York and Democratic Congressman uh, Ed Markey from Massachusetts. This plan intends to take, intends to make the economy environmentally sustainable and socially responsible. The goals of the Green New Deal is to create a society that relies completely on renewable energy by 2050 through, quote, expanding and upgrading renewable power sources, end quote. This will be possible through upgrading current buildings and then having any new infrastructure plans be approved through the lens of environmentalism point of view. To make this plan feasible, a World War II-style mobilization effect that would create, quote, clean air and water, climate and community resilience, healthy food, access to nature, and a sustainable environment, end quote. The Green New Deal uses the mobilization and wide-sweeping efforts of the New Deal from the 1930s to cover as many areas as possible. Covering all aspects that fuel climate change allow for the problem to be fully addressed. In order for the Green New Deal to be socially responsible, quote, transparent and inclusive consultation, collaboration, and partnership with frontline vulnerable communities, end quote, have to be consulted with decisions are being made. The most vulnerable communities are the most informed about the effects of climate change due to having to face the impact the most often. Inclusion, inclusion of all perspectives is necessary in order to learn and to, and to adapt to the situation. Taking into account more than one point of view of a situation allows for a more educated solution. Another form of political mitigation formed is the Paris Agreement. This agreement between multiple countries was formed to combat the impact of climate change and to provide support to developing countries. Each country involved in this organization is upheld to a legally binding contract and will meet every five years to renew the aforementioned contract. The main goal of the Paris Agreement is to keep global temperatures under 2 degrees Celsius to avoid irreversible damage and climate damage. It is more difficult for developing nations to mitigate climate change due to not being able to, quote, initiate adaptation policies. Sorry, my cat just (laughs) um, stepped on my computer. Where was I? Oh, shit. 
Okay. Leo, why'd you do this? Okay. The main goal of the Paris Agreement is to keep global temperatures under 2 degrees Celsius to avoid irreversible climate change and damage. It is more difficult... It is more difficult for developing nations to mitigate climate change due to not being able to, quote, initiate adaptation policies in their development, end quote. Uh, Skardogi Strifsaw, 2019. This is where first world countries can take steps into offer support through organizations such as the Paris Agreement. Third world countries are not able to focus on climate change due to having to focus on maintaining stable domestic affairs. But if other developed countries share their own experiences and knowledge, then progress can be made at a faster rate. Continued mitigation of climate change is needed even with the precautions set in place. Having an influx of media and education that promotes mitigation of climate change will lead to a more educated public that is willing to put their future, the future of the planet, at the forefront of their perspectives. Climate change affects everyone, but not everyone is willing to change their habits to help the future generation when, quote, the local and short term generally get priority, end quote, Reese 2018. Getting people involved when they cannot see the benefits is tough. The disconnect between countries is is also a hindrance to taking action due to not being able to fully understand the environment in other countries. In a survey conducted by Murphy, 2019, 11% of people, when asked if they would consider implementing habits to reduce climate change effects, said no. Actions such as using non-plastic objects make people feel better about their contribution to environmentalism because they have seen pictures of how plastic can harm nature. They are able to, take, they are able to make real-life connection to the motivations of their actions and therefore become more likely to maintain these habits. This is why educating people on their actions is such a necessary task. Being able to see the impact that are... Oops, sorry. Being able to see the impacts that a rise in global temperatures will have on the planet will allow people to develop an emotional connection to their actions. McNeil and Petkovic, 2019. Supporting policies that support climate change and mitigation is incredibly important. Policies that help restrict plastic production, deforestation, and the input of greenhouse gases are needed for the global temperature to stabilize. In order for people to be fully informed about the impact of their actions, climate change education needs to be taught in schools. Classes teaching kids and teenagers about the environment will help lead to an educated public that is ready to fight the impact their predecessors had. In their essay, McNeil and Petkovic state, quote, we need to connect students to local impacts of climate change to make it personally relevant to them, end quote. Using relevant forms of media, such as the internet and social media to reach the youth, are great ways to educate them. If people learn about the effects they're having on the future livelihood of the planet, they are more likely to choose environmentally conscious products, food, and habits. The longer mitigation is delayed, the longer the problem has time to manifest. Ignoring the effects for a few years would not delay the effects of those amount of years. 
It would, quote, merely advance bad climate outcomes by a decade or two, end quote. Goldstein and Quist. Time is of the essence when it comes to climate change. Policies such as the Green New Deal or the Paris Agreement plan to take action within this century by wanting to become reliant on sustainable forms of energy and reducing greenhouse gas intakes as quickly as technology will allow. Sustainable energy can take many forms such as hydropower, nuclear power, solar power, and wind power. These sources of power are being developed into cleaner and more accessible forms of energy, but are often intimidating to people who know little about them. Goldstein and Quist, 2019. Another reason these types of energies have been avoided is due to the media. Nuclear energy has been avoided due to the nuclear plant mishaps in Japan and Chernobyl. These actions often left people feeling wary about the use of nuclear power plants. Unknown to many, the use of nuclear plants is very safe if the take if taken the correct precautions when using the equipment and when storing the nuclear waste. Goldstein and Quist, 2018, 2019, sorry. This is another reason why education about energy and environmentalism is important for the future stability of society. Gaining the proper education to understand and destigmatize new sources of energy would allow for coal and fossil fuels to go to the wayside and become in- insignificant. Climate change is a complicated and messy topic to understand. Trying to find a single solution can seem impossible due to the varied degrees of action possible from countries. One of the biggest adversaries against mitigation of climate change is time. People will want to see the benefits of their actions for themselves, so getting them to act isn't always easy. The main takeaway that can help to mitigate climate change on a personal level would be to implement eco-friendly habits and to support politicians focused on restricting and reversing the effects of climate change. On a global scale, the impacted need for climate change restriction would be for politicians to propose and legislate policies that mitigate the effects. Climate change will not be mitigated without the help of the public support, and the main way for support to be shown is by voting in politicians who have previously and currently proposed legislation that mitigates climate change. Okay, so that's my paper. Um, I Obviously, a lot of this still stands. Like, it all still stands. It's still super important to get out there and vote for people who um, propose legislation that supports climate change mitigation. It is incredibly um, important to stand for the environment. Become an environment stand. Like, just do it. Um, So it's incredibly important to vote. It's incredibly important to put your money where your mouth is. I know that this isn't possible for everyone because those being most heavily impacted by um, climate change are those who are in low-income areas, in more urban areas, in undeveloped, quote-unquote, undeveloped countries. It's incredibly important for, um, for people to understand that what you do in your everyday life isn't as big as what's happening with companies and corporations who are pumping out um, gases into the environment, who are pumping out waste into the oceans, who are cutting down swaths of rainforests. It's not as big as what's happening with those corporations. 
So if you take a plastic bag one day when you're grocery shopping, do not beat yourself up about it because that plastic bag is a lot more insignificant than the thousands and millions of pounds being pumped out every week by the top 100 polluting companies. We have to put politicians in power who are making policies that put pressure onto companies. We have to remember that just using recyclable um, water bottles or using reusable bags, that's all good. And those are all things that we should be doing. But that's not what's going to cause change. Those are tactics instilled into consumers by these large corporations to make it feel like you're able to do something when the corporations are the people, are the entities in the first place that are causing this problem. And it's really disappointing when I see commercials from companies that are like, ooh, we're using like 5% of all our clothing is using recyclable products or recycled clothing or something. Like, that's not, yeah, that's good. And we should be encouraging that, but that's not going to solve our problem. Or companies that are like, we're using 100% cotton. Great. That's great. But where are you getting the cotton? How much transportation is being used from the factory uh, to the cotton plant and then to all of the stores where you're selling your clothing? Uh, Where is all the waste from your factory going? What are the conditions of the workers? Who are the workers? How are the workers being paid? It's all intersecting into what's happening with our environment. And we need to be so aware of that. But I understand that most people can't afford sustainable clothing. Most people can't afford to buy reusable bags and to use them every time. Or to buy um, more locally sourced food or organic food. Because it's not feasible. People live in food deserts. People live in areas where that's just not possible. And that sucks. But we need to put pressure on politicians. We need to put pressure onto companies. We need to put pressure onto the people who are actually doing the polluting. And we need to take action into our own hands to make sure that politicians are held responsible. To make sure that company owners and CEOs of these huge-ass corporations are being held responsible. And that can be really difficult, but it needs to happen. So another thing I wanted to mention quickly is that Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away yesterday at the age of 87 due to complications with pancreatic cancer. This is incredibly devastating news because she's such a inspiration to me and to thousands and millions of other people. And to know that we got as much time as we could from her is it's a lot to handle. Um So, yeah, I just want to express my sympathies that go out to her family. And also, now more than ever, 
we need to vote in this upcoming election. Voting is incredibly important in every election. But on November 3rd, and whether or not you can mail in your vote or do early voting at the polls, please carve out a chunk of your time to do that. Whether it's a half an hour or three minutes to put it in the mail, please just make sure you vote. Um, so it's kind of sad note to end the podcast on, but I just wanted to mention that. And of course there will be resources and links in the episode description and I'll see you next time or I'll hear you. I'll talk to you next time. Have a good week.